is the horror welcome back thanks for joining me this saturday you're gonna hear from the hall of fantasy this week a series that aired primarily between 1949 and 1953 there was a short run in 1947 of a few episodes the series produced 183 episodes in all our story today is from september 19th 1952 it's titled the steps that follow me Unseen eyes were watching me. 
as if someone is here with me. Here in this room. And so I stopped to read his diary. Living words from the pen of a man who sleeps forever. March 3rd. Today, Helen and I came across one of those delightful old southern mansions. We decided to stop and make a study of the place. And Helen was especially interested in taking some color pictures to illustrate our lecture series in the fall. Well, I guess no one will mind if we take a look around the place. Oh, I'm sure they would. Oh, it's a shame that whoever owns the house and grounds that the place run down this way. It must have been beautiful in its day. Yeah, I imagine it was, Helen. Well, the house could still be saved, renovated. Beautiful place. Oh, wait, wait a minute. I'd like to get a shot from here. Hmm. Ah, that turns out, we'll make a nice picture. Helen? Mm-hmm. I wonder what that building is over there. Yeah. Right over there, up in back of the house. Oh, well, no one's to stop us. Why don't we take a look? All right, let's do. You understand why anyone would let the grounds and house deteriorate, so... Well, it must have cost a lot of money to run a place as large as this, darling. The real estate office probably couldn't find a buyer. Oh, no, you're probably right. And then the other building doesn't seem to be so run down. No. It's in remarkably fine condition. It must have been built a lot later than the house. It seems to be made of stone. Gray stone. I wonder what it's used for. Don't know. Actually, I believe that someone lived in the old house not too long ago. And I think probably the second building was constructed during that time. Well, it's a crime to have a beautiful old place run down like this. Mm. Well, here we are. Bill? Yes, sir? It doesn't have any windows. Yes, I noticed that. Seems rather strange. Oh, well, maybe it was used for a store. Oh, look at the door. Well, what's the matter with it? I think the locks are. Yeah, you're right. Why don't we take a look inside? All right. The locks all left it through. Now that does it. Now to see what's inside. Well, there might not be any windows, but there's a skylight that lets in the sun. Come on, let's go in. All right. Ooh. Ooh. So I noticed. Helen, what's in the floor? That's just what I was going to say. This isn't the storehouse by any stretch of the imagination. The mausoleum. That thing in the center of the floor is a sarcophagus. Stone coffin. There's nothing else in here. Just that. That thing in the center. And yet I feel it. It's crowded. As if there are things here that we can't see. <laughs> That's nonsense, darling. Ellis, notice how the sun falls across the head of the sarcophagus. Yes, oh, I wonder if we'd love enough to take a picture. Well, I doubt it, but it's a good try. Well, I might as well, if it turns out that yeah. I'm What are you two doing in here? We noticed the lock was broken, and so we came on in. You shouldn't have done that. Why not? We didn't do any harm. I'm sure of that, but he won't like it. Who won't like it? The thing that sleeps in that stone coffin. What are you talking about? That's what it said. You didn't notice the writing over the door when you came in, did you? What's wrong? You didn't notice it then. That's a shame. Because you didn't know what you were getting into. Getting into? Look, I'm sorry, but I just don't understand. We didn't hurt anything. We're not intending to steal anything. Well, that don't make no difference. 
He doesn't care what you mean to us. Who is he? They called him Mr. Connors when he was living. They called him the death that walked. Now that he's dead. The death that walks? Well, how did he come to get that name? Because people around here have seen him. At night. But he's dead. That's right, he's dead. And they've seen him walking. That must be their imagination. It ain't their imagination. I know. I've seen him myself. What are you trying to do? Frighten us? I ain't trying to frighten you none, sir. I don't have to. He'll frighten me. Oh, Mr. Connors. The death that walks. I think we better go there. You don't believe what I'm telling you. That's all about me. I don't care what you believe. But you listen to what I'm saying now. If I was you, I'd get away from here as fast as I could. Not just from this place, but from the town. This part of the country. Why? Won't they tell you a little of the story? Yes. All right. Maybe you believe me then. Old Connors came here from someplace in Europe. I say old, but he really wasn't old. Just seemed that way. He brought the house and grounds here and had them cleaned up. So the place looked like it was brand new. And he started building the good building. There's something funny about Connors, something in his eyes that make you frighten of him. His eyes, they looked like the eyes of a, of a dead man. He didn't act like anyone I ever knew. He was always talking about dead. Always telling me he could come back after death. Now, how does the caretaker then, just like I am now? After this building was completed, I used to watch him at night when he'd come out here. It seemed like he was in some sort of a trance. He'd stay out here for hours. And when he'd come back to the house, his, his eyes would glisten and shine. So you couldn't hardly look at him. A week before he died, he told me that as long as I lived, I was to take care of this place. Because if I didn't, he'd come back and kill me. And then he died. Just like that. And he was put in here, in his coffin. And one night, about two months later, when the moon was full, I heard a noise. And when I come out to look... I saw the door to this place open. And him come out in the moon. I could hear his footsteps. It was queer and hollow-like. I turned around and I'd see his face in the moonlight. Pale and tasty. Sick-looking. Those eyes of his seemed like two burning coals of fire. He seemed to be looking at me. I heard him say... They have disturbed me, and the moon has awakened me. I shall follow them. That's what he said. And I heard it just as plain as you're hearing me. And then he vanished in the night. Towards morning, I heard his footsteps again. And I heard that big iron door closing. And I knew he was bad. The next day in town, I heard that Alf Cummins had died the night before, screaming something about not meaning to go into the mausoleum. I knew who killed him. And that's all there is to the story? Oh, that's just part of it. It's happened again and again in the last ten years since he's been dead. Folks around here say he'll follow you wherever you go if you come inside here. Well, in that case, why haven't you been killed? Because he needs me. 
You ain't gonna kill me. But if I was you, I, I'd get out of this part of the country. Just as soon as I could. That's a nice downtown now. Yeah, that's all right, dear. You gonna get away from here? Yes, we better get going. Yeah, I wish I'd have been here when you come, but I was in town getting this lock. You think I'll leave this door unlocked? several hundred miles from here. 
And I doubt if whomever it was will follow us. They sound just like the steps that caretaker described to us. Yes, but we saw him walk away. He didn't go into the room upstairs. Probably someone else. Not, I know it's not. All right, all right. Just a minute, I'll call the desk. This is William Mason in 316. Can you tell me who has the room directly above mine? Let's go to check. Yes? Oh, I see. No, no, thank you very much. What did the clerk say? The room directly above ours is unoccupied. March 4th. We left the hotel a short time after we heard the steps. We went immediately to our car and drove all night and all day. We're stopping now in a motel almost a thousand miles away. It's reassuring to know that he could not possibly follow us. I am very tired. Go to bed and get an early start in the morning. Helen? You asleep? No. What are you thinking about? The words that were written above the mausoleum door. If you enter here into the realm of death, I shall follow you and bring him with me. I called Gary as soon as I could. 
He said he'd be out within the hour to see us. He wasn't able to help us in any way. I really didn't expect any help. I was hoping that he might be able to offer some concrete suggestion as to what to do. However, last night was the first night in months that we haven't been aware of his presence. Maybe, maybe Helen is right. Perhaps he won't follow us here. July 3rd. We've not seen or heard anything unusual since we first came home. I feel as a man might feel who has been given a new lease on life. July 10th. Still nothing. August 19th. For the past two months, a feeling of peace and security has enveloped the house. Helen and I have been able to go around with no sense of danger nor of dread. But last night, that feeling was shattered. Jerry had come out for dinner. It was almost ten o'clock. Well, it's about time for me to get along. Oh, it's only ten, Jerry. Sure you don't have to go so soon. I'm afraid I must, Helen. Tomorrow's a working day for me. I thought I might be able to get you into a game of chess. Oh, some other time, Bill. Well, next time, don't stay away so long. Don't worry. I think we ought to... Tell me, is someone upstairs? No. Listen. <gasps> He's back. Who is back? The man we told you about. Those are his footsteps. I know them anywhere. I should. I've heard them enough. What are you going to do? Clark, will you come upstairs with me, Gary? Yes, of course. You stay here, Helen. Don't go up there, Bill. Don't let him, Gary. No, Helen. This time I'm going to meet him face to face. And I'm going with you. Oh, you're not. You're going to stay right here. Ready, Gary? Yes. Okay, let's go. Careful. As careful as we can. See, here's up there. What are you going to do? I don't know. We'll find that out when the time comes. Our steps came from the guest room. I don't hear anything. Well, let's see if he's in there. Stand back, Gary. I'm going to open the door. Right. It's empty. There's no one in here. But I heard someone up here. Yes, he was here, but he's gone. I can feel it when he's near me. I know that... Turn and meet him. 
had those eyes of his burning into me. And yet, yet I must. I pray that someone reads this. Perhaps he will... He will... For this week, you can find more from the Hall of Fantasy past episodes of this show and all the others at relicradio.com. You can also find our shoutcast stream with even more old time radio, lots to listen to, all for free thanks to your support. If you'd like to help out, visit donate.relicradio.com or click on one of the links on the website. You make it all happen. Thanks to those who have helped out. Thanks for joining me today. Be back next Saturday with another episode of The Horror.